Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Sunday, May 12th, Mother's Day. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira, and it is the final week, the final week of the New Humanity series that we're in. And uh, Sabbatarians is the topic that we're in as well. And uh, we're in our final text as well. So, and uh, happy Mother's Day to you and uh, to all the mothers out there. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's great. So, uh, let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, uh, I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for the joy of life. I want to thank you for the text we're going to read and for this week as we explore a a new approach to uh, understanding what Sabbath means and what it means to be this new humanity. We ask for your blessing on today, on the week ahead of us, and for your spirit to lead us into this space. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Super short passage today. It's Exodus 28 through 11, so that's only... Four verses, which is pretty great. Yeah. Yes. I'm reading today from the English Standard Version, the ESV. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them and rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Straight to the point. Yes, indeed. Well, I want to encourage you to read the Daily Walk. Uh, You want to explain the process? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This podcast is the the auditory accompaniment to a a written Daily Walk. So at boulder.church, is it forward slash daily? Yep. That is where the written Daily Walk is. So basically... Every day we have a passage that we're studying for the week. Somebody writes a reflection about that and comes up with some questions for discussion that you can do individually with your family in a group. And we provide the auditory accompaniment to that. So we read the text, we talk about the question, and you get to listen to us talk about it. Maybe it'll give you ideas for things that you could talk about. You can agree or disagree or go in another direction entirely. It will not bother us because we will be blissfully unaware. Sometimes. Well, except for those of you who write to us, which is great. Yeah, yeah. That always is. And fun. actually it's really good. It's good if you if you disagree, it's good if you agree, yeah. it's good if you've got like, a, like a different opinion. It's, it's great fun. to hear your uh, your voice on this as well and um and to let us know what you're thinking. And uh, it's great when we gather together on church as well, because then we wrestle through the, the passage one more time um, in our connect groups after church as well. So that's that's a lot of fun. Uh, or if you belong to a life group like I do on Tuesdays, um, and that's that's great as well. Yeah, so I guess the whole idea of this is to make the passage more than a one-day-a-week kind of thing mm-hmm. where you're entering Sabbath just kind of like, whoa, what's this about? Where you've studied it and thought about it leading up to that day, yeah. and that makes it a little bit more In meaningful. different translations. And, yeah. Yeah. Good. So uh, Tim Gillespie wrote the Daily Walk this week. Really good, uh, really challenging. And so I'm going to read the question and recalibrate question for us to think about for today. What does time mean to you? How do you prioritize your time? And what makes your time valuable? Hmm, I like it. Um, what does time mean to me? And how do I prioritize my time? What makes my time valuable? 
Uh, I think, for me, I think of uh, Strengths Quest, and uh, one of my strengths is Maximizer, so I maximize my time out all the time. So what makes it valuable to me is is jamming everything I can into it. <laughs> I think one of my strengths is Maximizer, too. Uh-huh. But I, I don't know. I think what makes time valuable is the fact that it's scarce. You know, very, we have, we have a limited amount of it, and it's running out for all of us. Hmm. So there I is that, that thing of having to figure out, well, of course, because it seems really slow. You know, everything takes forever when you're younger. And Summer. Speeds up and speeds up and speeds up as you get older. And you just have more to do. And I don't know. Um, time is memories. Uh, time is uh, moments uh, and stories for me as well. And I love that as well. How do you prioritize my time? Oh, I wish, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder whether I actually do prioritize. What do you mean by that? You know, I sat down with some people who are like, oh, I prioritize my time where I just, I do this, these three things always, or I do these four things and I move these other things. Uh, and I wonder whether I actually prioritize in that way or whether I enjoy doing things all at the same time. And just getting them all done and they just crunch it all in. Well, yeah, but I think what they're talking about is given that you have so many hours in a day, sure. it's possible that you won't do everything that you want to do. So Can you, I'm like mm, that in the sense that there will be a certain number of things that like these things have to be done today. Then other things, it would be nice. If it works out, great. Otherwise, I can bump them to another day. Mm, yeah. You know, I think you have to be that way. Otherwise, you're... You can't have everything having equal. There's this really good book that priority. I read called the the one thing, which uh, mm -hmm. which just talked about doing one thing every day really well, and doing one thing every week really well, and one thing every month really well, and one thing every year really well. At least guaranteeing that you do one thing exceptionally well. Um, it's what not kind a, of a thing? Whatever it is that you decide. Just, and so it's just that the, the okay. principle that you you know if you focus on one thing you you know you you can achieve that one thing you can do it well as well, opposed do to they, does this person think of one thing as being kind of a blanket term for like the one thing being your job which then oh, you know, I, requires a ton of things you know well, in a given day if you're doing sure, your job really like, well or if you're be being a mother to make or a list. father really well. <laughs> That, there's well, yeah. no way you can do one thing. No, I'm going to change true. diapers really well, but anything else I'm not going to bother with today. I wouldn't put any clothes on the Everything baby. else is just going to be like, or I'm going to answer the phone at work really well or yeah. do my emails, but yeah. I'm, I'm just going to blow everything else off. Yeah, I, I don't enough. see how you could do one thing. No, that's true. Any, unless it's a clump thing. Like, that, no, that really is like a million things. No, that's true. Yes, I mean it's interesting you. that um, even I'm going to write a e counter book. Even it's interesting, even in the in the text that we read, obviously that it, it pulls us along and says, "Hey, uh, the Lord is the Lord is actually asking us to separate this this kind of time as well, to prioritize this time as well, to to make this time valuable." And He declares it that it is actually a holy time as well. Well, I was reading something really interesting in yeah. the New York Times just last week that had to do with time. It had to do with the way that men and women partition work at home so you know there's a constant kind of battle or argument going on where is there yeah i, I don't know not specifically with us but amongst people oh. um over the fact that women work outside of the home now in mm -hmm. ways that they maybe didn't 50 years ago but they still do the lion's share of not only the housework but i think what they call kind of the Reason. emotional or the caring work which sure. is remembering their husband's mother on Mother's Day or her birthday or making sure that the kids have 
birthday presents to take to a party, mm. remembering that there is a party, you know, mm-hmm. on and on and on, remembering to invite people over, remembering to send thank you notes to people who've invited you over, yeah. you know, this kind of stuff that it's a lot of mental energy. Yeah. And what the article said is that when they talk to men about this, men just always say, oh, their wives just care about things that don't matter. <laughs> you know, th- these things are irrelevant. And one woman, I love this, she was quoted as saying, uh-huh. Well, it's important to me that my children arrive at school at t- on time and that their homework is done. Uh-huh. My husband does not share these values, <laughs> so I find that it falls to me. Uh-huh. And I just thought how interesting it is um, that I, I've noticed this for a long time. I'll think I'm in groups of women doing you know women-type things quite often, and I'll think men would never bother to do this. They would think it, it was beneath them, huh. this kind of stuff that we do. Yeah. Um, like... For instance, getting together for some kind of school fundraiser and wrapping presents and selling them or, you know, these kinds of things. Mm. I used to do tons of when we lived in England. I think you'd never find men doing this. They would just think this is a waste of my time. And I think that's interesting that that the kind of caring aspect of life, the relationship stuff, I mean, this has long been documented that women care more about that than men do. But then I wonder if men care about it, but they just kind of figure somebody else is taking care of it so they don't have to worry about it. I th- well, that, that, I think and what would happen if women like just stopped doing everything that they do? And then suddenly men realized that there was like no social setting, there was no meetings, and there was no gathering, and there was yeah. no friends. You know, they want to have friends. They want to have a good yeah. social life. They want their children to be accepted. They, you know, But all of this stuff takes effort well, and work and cultivating. <laughs> oh, yeah. The kids are like, where are they? I don't know. No. Um, and that's not to stereotype that kind no, of, no, of clueless not. dad no, thing, no, which no. in a way I hate that as no, well. it's true. That's always in the laundry commercials and stuff, like the hapless dad who can't do anything. Um, I just think, I don't know, and you guys are masters of the universe. You can figure out how to do things. You just don't want to, perhaps. <laughs> you know. Fair enough. We'll have, to, we'll have to ask some of those guys out there who, it's interesting, who struggle but with this. Yeah, all this stuff yeah. has to do with time, I Absolutely. think. Absolutely. No, it does. It does. All right. Let me repeat the question one more time. What does time mean to you? How do you prioritize your time and what makes your time valuable? Think about that. Look after each other. Uh, Live love and we will connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love. Mm-hmm.